Hello friends, welcome to episode 26 of Define Normal. If you didn't notice, I took last week off for the holiday. I honestly needed a break and so I took it and I'm back this week though with the solo episode. I'm really just giving some updates and talking a little bit about burnout and the holiday weekend and just a little bit of everything. So bear with me if it feels like we're a little all over the place. Um, Really, honestly, this episode I want to define normal on burnout. I think we're all feeling a little burnout and I've said it before in prior episodes, but I think I'm getting to the point where I can admit like I'm just tired. Uh, Friends and I were talking about just like the rest of the year, what we have going on this summer And I also saw a TikTok that a friend posted that essentially said, like, stop making summer plans uh, because we all are so overly scheduled. And I think that's like the elephant in the room with this burnout, right? Like, we were all so excited for the world to open. Like, I am so happy that I'm not spending the summer sitting in my room questioning whether it's safe to see friends or not. And when I do see a friend, it's like outside. And I think I got COVID um, for like the days to follow. So I'm very happy that we're not in that space. But I'm also just having a hard time with the sheer volume of things we have to do now. So just like from a life update standpoint, I think I've shared this, but in case this is the first episode you're listening to, I am in Chicago for the summer, which has been lovely, spending some time with my aunt and uncle and their kids and just hanging out with my friends. I used to live in Chicago once upon a time, so it's been really lovely to just like catch up with old friends and, you know, gallivant around the town. I haven't lived here since 2016, so... It's really cool to experience it as a 28-year-old instead of being fresh out of college. So grateful for that. Grateful for the family time and just like the flexibility of work. It's been really lovely to just have the opportunity to be where I want to be when I want to be there and still take work with me. So all a lot of things to be really grateful for. But back to burnout. I have been so tired. And I think that Part of it is like coming back to life. Like last summer, although I was saying how I'm glad we don't have the anxiety of seeing one friend and getting thinking you're getting COVID, I think now that we're vaccinated, we all feel the need to do any and everything. Like this has to be the most epic summer. And it's already July, but I feel like my life has just been so intensely scheduled. Like I, and part of that's my fault, but I was just reading an article um, about how time management doesn't help us, right? And so that article is really interesting to me because you think like every time your life gets busy, my default is time management. I was thinking to myself the other day, okay, Shelby, you have all these weddings, you have all these like wedding showers, baby showers, people's housewarmings, return to office dates. Like you need to literally get out your calendar, put everything on there and see when you're doing what, what you've RSVP'd to, what you can and cannot go to, what flights you need to buy. And it's a time management thing. I'm like, yeah, you got to make sure your podcast stuff is together. Make sure things are good at work. Make sure your personal life is organized. And it's funny because the title of the article, and it was in the Harvard Business Review, um, my friend Deb posted it, is time management won't save you. And I think that's so interesting because I've constantly thought that like the more I schedule, the more I make time to do the things I want to do. And kind of just like meticulously schedule every moment of the day or all the time on the calendar, I'll get it all done. But part of the burnout is waking up and realizing I have so many things to do and just not wanting to do them, whether it be related to my personal life or whether it be like a work task or agreeing to get a drink with a friend when I know I I really just need a couple days. Uh, A prime example would be for the 4th of July, I went to my friend Amanda's lake house in Ohio. So we drove there And had a really fun time. Um, 
college roommates reuniting, had a great time. But after that, I was supposed to head to Cleveland because as I've mentioned before, I want to buy a house. So I'm like kind of thinking of buying an investment property there. And so I was like, all right, I'll already be in Ohio. After this, I'll head to Cleveland. And then after Cleveland, I'll be there like midweek. And then I have like some big meetings to handle. So then I'll drive back and then I'll have like some rest before the weekend. I woke up on Sunday, which um, like right before the 4th or before we celebrated the 4th. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to go to Cleveland. I have no desire to go to Cleveland. And my mind is not even in a place to like fully look at houses right now because I'm so scatterbrained with like work and my podcast and my personal life. Like everyone, you know, you think about all the marriages and weddings that didn't get to happen last year. Like people want to celebrate. They want to make up for lost time. And as excited as I am to celebrate with my loved ones, I'm also tired. It's like we were tired last year. Like we literally retired from the game. Like on New Year's Eve, I didn't have a sip of alcohol and I was in bed by like one. Like, I mean, now I feel like we're just full steam ahead. It's like I have four weddings before the year ends, one of which I'm in, a few baby showers, a few wedding showers, a housewarming, a music festival, the holidays. And like that has nothing to do with work. That's just life. That's getting on planes. That's celebrating your friends. And I think the burnout, when people say it, I was thinking like Zoom fatigue and and like, you know, all the stuff related to work. But I think people are really getting burnout in their personal lives. Now that things are back, you know, and open, people want to go on dates and and people want to get back to whatever life they were living. And I just wanted to get on here and say like, vulnerably, like it's been really hard. I think I love being social. I mean, I know I love being social. It's a huge part of my personality. But like the demand of like flying, staying places, going out, dinner, like I find myself kind of just shutting down and I know if I'm like a super extrovert that some of my more introverted friends are like even more like what is happening. Um, I just find my social meter dying. Like I get to a point where I'm out and I don't feel like being out anymore and I want to go home. And I was actually talking to my mom recently and she said, you know, this is like an unpopular opinion, but I think I'm kind of, I miss quarantine. And when she said that, I laughed. I was like, of course my introverted mother misses quarantine. But I'm with her. Like, I miss the days where I woke up and the only thing I had to do was, you know, go to some work meetings and then, like, talk to my mom in the kitchen for a bit during lunch. And then we figure out what we're having for dinner and then we just chat and do it all over again. Like, I admittedly kind of miss the simplicity of that life. I worked out most days. I, you know, had really good conversations with my friends because we just had the time to be introspective and, and, and catch up. And the world felt pretty doomed so we were just like speaking having these existential crisis moments and now it's like it's back to normal and I think we have to make space for our brains to wrap around that while I'm having a really fun summer it's been great to like be able to go to bars again and like go to a concert it's like I miss live music so much I'm overwhelmed by how many things I'm expected to do and juggle and I think we're seeing that with people like people are quitting their jobs people are quitting like trying to juggle a million things like saying no to things I think part of burnout like the the first step for me in fighting that is like I have to say no to some stuff I recently got asked to speak at Kent like I went to Kent State and we have a fashion school in New York and I was recently asked to speak to some students there and the date that she gave out originally it ended up changing and it moved to a date where like I couldn't really do like I could do it if I wanted to accommodate it But in my head, I was like, you're not going to have the energy to to accommodate this. Like, you need to just say no. 
and the same kind of happened with a friend's birthday party. Like I really wanted to go, but it's the same scenario where like in order to accommodate that, I'm going to have to really shift so many things. And it's like, I hate to miss a moment to celebrate a friend, but also like, I don't need to be in a headspace where I'm stressed out about that, about something that's supposed to be celebratory. So, you know, I go on this rant about burnout just to remind you, like, take some air and like really think about the things you truly want to do. I talked about it in the quitting episode. Like it's okay to quit things. And if you can't quit things, it's okay to like not micro time manage your life. Like the way that I have been processing it is what I, what really has to be done. So I get into these moments where I'm like, okay, today you have to do these three projects at work. Like this must happen and not complete the projects, but you need updates on the following projects. And like, you need to move the needle on these three things or you owe these people follow-up emails. But I don't just look at my to-do list of 15 things and say, today you're going to do that. Cause that's how you feel defeated. I look at my calendar full of meetings and then I have all these tasks and I feel like I'm never going to get done. So I've just decided instead to prioritize like what must happen versus what does not um, have to happen. And I've said that several times, but I think it's like a helpful reminder. And as far as burnout with your friends, like I think it's really helpful to have that conversation about like, I can't be everywhere at once. I think when we're vulnerable with each other, people really understand. Like I've had moments where I'm like, I don't really want to do that. Like I don't really want to go out or I can't make it to this thing or, you know, we're all making plans to like visit each other and fly here because a bunch of my friends at least are all over the country right now. So like some are on the West Coast, some are in the Midwest with me, some are still on the East Coast and everyone's like, visit for this, do this, let's do that. And I found myself falling into this like overly scheduled, but all these plans sound so fun um, mode. And sometimes it gets to the plan and I don't want to do them. So if that resonates with you at all. I hope you are navigating your burnout and enjoying your time back in the world, but also just making space to be kind of a recluse if that's what you need. Like sometimes I just really want to sit at home and I don't want to do anything. And there's no excuse anymore. Like, I mean, I'm vaccinated. Most of my friends are vaccinated. And I think in a time where we were, COVID was a real excuse for people. And it's so interesting because I have friends who joke like, what am I to do when COVID is no longer an excuse? And I'm like, what we're going to do is put in healthy boundaries and tell people no when we don't want to do things and know that you can't make everything. I mean, I'm like nearing 30 years old with every passing day and that's not old, but it's also just like a reminder, like the more you get into your life, like you can do whatever you want with your life and your time and you don't have to be at everything. You don't have to be seen at everything. For me, it's a big uh, quality over quantity moment where I get invited to a lot of stuff and I feel lucky to have a lot of awesome friends who want me to celebrate or spend time with them. And, and likewise, I invite my friends to do the same with me, but I also am not hurt when it's like, yo, I can't even do it. Cause most of us are trying to manage like this work from home. I mean, so many friends have started new jobs and I can't imagine like the onboarding, learning a new team, like just the social process of that, learning the rhythm of answering those emails and being active in those calls and understanding how to do a role with a team you've never physically met or an office you're not going to. So just give people some grace and give yourself some grace. And, you know, sometimes the to-do list is too long and you need to worry less about project managing and worry more about why you're so busy and what you can take away and, and what you know, really what matters to you. So that is my rant for the week. Uh, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. I have some fun episodes for you. Um, Amanda is going to come back on the podcast to talk about 
egos, we have this whole concept about how do you even like people or is it just your ego? It's like more on that because I think it's a very interesting topic. I've also asked Natalie and Stu to come back and give us the update about living together in New York. Um, Stu has been stateside for a few months, so I want an update from them about how now that he's no longer living in Australia, how are they doing? How's living in an apartment together? And, you know, just how's it all going? So that's what's going on in podcast land. I am excited to share those episodes with you and those conversations. And I hope that you are somewhere avoiding burnout and enjoying your summer. Thank you for listening to another episode of Define Normal. If you like the episode or have any feedback for me, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Define Normal. See you next week.